there's a great deal of confusion about the Holy Spirit. Who or what is he? What is his ministry in the world today? How does one even get the Holy Spirit? Today, on Enjoying the Journey, we learn what Jesus taught about the Holy Spirit. What better way to learn about the Holy Spirit than to learn from the authoritative words of Jesus Christ himself? Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. The Apostle Paul taught that the great mystery of the gospel, the the mystery of the New Testament, was this truth, Christ in you. Now, the word mystery in the Bible doesn't mean uh, some strange thing or something that can't be discovered. It literally is the word for that which was hidden in the past, but God's made it plain now. So in the Old Testament, that was a mystery. But in the New Testament, uh, we have come to understand the mystery. It's the great truth of salvation. It is this, when you receive the Lord Jesus as your Savior, He comes to live within you. Now the question is this, how? How could Christ live in you? Jesus Christ, who at this moment is seated at the right hand of the Heavenly Father, praying for you and preparing heaven for you, how, pray tell me, could He also be in you? And the answer to that question is that Christ comes to live in us in the person of His Holy Spirit. In fact, one of the names for the Holy Spirit in the New Testament is He is the Spirit of Christ. We return today to John chapter 14 to listen to Jesus explain it in His own words. To those first disciples, He says in verse 16, And I will pray the Father, and He shall give you another Comforter, that He may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And I want to pause for just a moment and ask, do you know him? He said, you're going to know him. Do you know him? Do you know you're saved? Do you know your sins have been forgiven? Do you know the Holy Spirit of God, Christ, in the person of the Holy Spirit, has come to live inside of you. Do you know that for certain? If you don't, nothing else I'm going to say to you today is going to make any sense because Judas couldn't understand this truth. That's why he's not in the room when Jesus teaches this. This is reserved for those who will receive Christ as their Savior, who will receive the truth of the gospel, who will will believe the great mystery that God wants to come and live inside of us. And so... The Bible says he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. And then we come to verse number 18 where Jesus looks these disciples in the face and says, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Now remember, the Holy Spirit is the comforter. Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you without comfort. I'm going to to send a comforter to you. But now he makes it even more personal, more intimate. He said, I am the one coming to live inside of you. I will come to you. How did Jesus come to those disciples? disciples. How did Jesus bring God's comfort to them through the person of the Holy Spirit? Now, we've learned that the Spirit of God is the comforter four times. We found that truth. In all three chapters, he's the comforter. Then we learned he's the constant because he comes to live in us and he stays forever. Now we learn that he's not only the comforter and the constant, but he is literally Christ in you. The very same comfort that the original 12 followers of Jesus had, we have. 
people say, well, I wish I could go back and, and be one of those original disciples. Oh, friend, do you understand what Jesus just said to those original disciples in John 14? He said, I'm leaving you, but I'm going to send another comforter of the very same kind. Now, that's why, though God is expressed in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they are inseparable because uh, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit are one. And so Jesus said uh, that I'm going to send another one just like me to live inside of you and to continue this comfort in your life. You see, the Holy Spirit is not Christ's successor. He is not Christ's substitute. He is the very Spirit of Christ living inside of us. And then I would argue that not only do you have the same comfort that the original 12 disciples had, wait for this, you actually have more than they originally had. You see, those original disciples, when they had Jesus with them, they had Christ with them physically. We now have Christ with us spiritually. They had him in one place at a time, but we have him in every place. They had him temporarily while he was on earth, just for that three-and-a-half-year public ministry. But we now have Christ living inside of us, and we have him eternally. Please don't miss what I'm trying to say to you today. The Holy Spirit did not come uh, to replace Jesus. In fact, the Holy Spirit came to make Christ even more real to us. In fact, when the Holy Spirit comes, we'll find this in this passage, he wants to talk about Jesus. He wants to point to Jesus. He wants you to know Jesus. You see, the more you come to know the person and work of the Holy Spirit, the more you're going to fall in love with Jesus Christ because that's who the Holy Spirit wants to talk about. It's wonderful. But as you draw nearer and nearer in this truth, of the, the Spirit's indwelling and the Spirit's work in you, the more you're going to love the Father and the more you're going to love the Son of God. In fact, I would argue that if people want to talk about the Holy Spirit but they don't want to talk about Jesus, it's not the Holy Spirit uh, that is enabling them because the Holy Spirit wants to talk about the person of Jesus Christ. He wants to make Christ that much more real. You see, it was after Pentecost, it was after Jesus left these disciples and the Holy Spirit had come to live inside of them that these disciples really came to understand the great truth about Christ. There were so many things Jesus said to them, but the light bulb didn't come on until the Holy Spirit came and turned the lights on. Uh, Jesus had tried to explain so many things to them, but they couldn't fully receive it or fully apply it or fully experience it until the Holy Spirit of God had made that come home to their hearts. And so, what's the application to us today? Well, two things. First of all, there are some listening to me that do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Oh, you may know about God. You may be able to recite verses of Scripture, or go to church, whatever the case may be. But you don't know for certain that you really have had your sins forgiven and that Jesus is your Savior. I want to tell you, that the first work of the Holy Spirit is to bring conviction of sin and to draw you to Christ. We're going to learn more about that very soon in this, in this study. But I want to urge you not to wait. Paul's right where you are today. Repent of your sin. You're a sinner without God and without hope and without peace. Repent of your sin and put your faith in Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. God will answer that prayer. Christ will forgive your sin and the Holy Spirit of God 
will bring the reality of God home to your heart. You must receive Jesus if you want to understand the Holy Spirit. And then so many who are listening right now are believers. You put your faith in Christ and uh, you are a child of God. He's your heavenly Father. Wonderful. But I want to challenge you to pray your way through John 14, 15, and 16 and to come to the Lord and say to the Lord, Lord, I want to know more intimately the God who lives within me. I want to understand Christ in me. I want to understand uh, the work of the Holy Spirit in my heart, helping me to know more about the things of God. I want to pray for you today. And while I pray, could I ask you to pray? If you're not a Christian, would you pray right now and call on the Lord and say, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. And if you are a Christian, would you join me in this prayer that God will help us understand more about the Christ in us. Father, in Jesus' name and by the power of the Holy Spirit, I ask you to open these scriptures to us, to open this truth to us, to open heaven and the work of the Holy Spirit to us in these days. Help us to know Christ and to know more about the indwelling Spirit of the Lord Jesus. We give you praise for it in Christ's name. Amen. As we listen to the teaching from our Savior about the Holy Spirit, we can be confident that we are learning from the one who is the personification of truth. We hope you'll make your way to our website, enjoyingthejourney.org, and search for helpful resources with more teaching about the Holy Spirit. You'll find podcasts, articles, and full-length Bible messages that will deepen your understanding about the Holy Spirit. Also on our website, you can click on the events link and follow Scott's preaching schedule. If he is preaching in your area, he would love the opportunity to meet you. Once again, thank you for joining us today. We hope you'll share today's podcast with a friend and make plans to join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.